Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Rissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is a special episode. Tonight, we are going to talk about streaming and charities. And for tonight's episode, we do have a special guest. Tonight, we brought on the Tin Man with us. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. So uh, tell us a little bit about about yourself, about your stream and uh, your uh, your charity work. All right. Uh, Where do I start? I guess we'll start from the beginning. so about four years ago, actually exactly four years ago, it was September of 2018, I was diagnosed with uh, with heart disease at the age of 34. And it basically changed my entire life. I had to stop working. Um, I had to stop going out. I had to stop just basically living the life that I was used to at that point. Um, so it took a long time to cope with that. It's a very serious disease. I've had many surgeries and many stints in the hospital because of that. And I got kind of depressed, to be honest. And I know um, I, I listened to one of your past episodes and you guys had talked about, you know, uh, coping with depression and all that stuff in um, by using streaming and all that. Being a lifelong gamer, I kind of just buried myself in video games. You know, I spent most of my time at home at this point. So I just started playing games. And then in um, October of 2020, I got my first PC. And then in December of 2020, I'm like, you know what? Let me try streaming just for the hell of it. Like, I, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what I was doing. I barely even watched Twitch. So I decided to start streaming. And um, it kind of I kind of fell in love with it, like, right away. I wasn't good at it. I, I, I didn't have anybody watching me, you know, besides I made affiliate pretty quick. But that was because, you know, I had my friends and my family supporting me. And they would just turn their phones on. And, you know, I got the average viewers. And there it was. But I found out really fast that... Um, it made me feel better. It, 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 it helped with what was going on in my life. Cause you know, the depression of being told that your life expectancy might get cut short and, you know, having to change everything about yourself. I, I had to stop drinking. I had to stop smoking. Not like that's the most important things in the world, but I, I was still, I'm in my early thirties. You know, I still went out with my friends. I still did a lot of stuff and it was, it was hard to just basically just stop living my life. So when I discovered streaming, it, uh, it kind of helped. It, it helped everything. And after a few months, it wasn't really working. I wasn't streaming to anybody. So I quit. And I was like, okay, this just isn't working. No big deal. After about four months of not streaming, I decided to pick it back up just for the hell of it. And then that's kind of when I discovered Discord and some other streamers that were much better than me, teaching me how to do things, teaching me how to network and how to you know sell myself basically and how to just be a better streamer and uh, things started taking off and it started taking off really nice. Once I started actually getting donations and subs, I felt bad. I felt bad that people were giving me money for this, you know, even though I needed it, you know, I'm, I'm struggling myself financially because of not working and all that. So I, I, I needed this money, but I, I still, I felt horrible because these people were very nice people and they're giving me money. So I figured, you know what, what, what better way to, make myself not feel as bad for them giving me money than to give some of that money somewhere else. And the natural place where I could think of was the American Heart Association, because dealing with my heart disease and uh, everything that's been going on in my life, they're the ones that are actually doing the research. They fund the research anyways, into all of it. And they're non for profit. You know, the big wigs aren't whoever's running it. They're not driving around in Lexuses while, you know, 10% 10% of what people are giving are actually going. It's 100%. 100% of everything that gives uh, gets given to them goes to them. So so I just figured that was perfect. you know. So I started doing that. I started um, giving 25% of everything I made on Twitch away. And um, it went over well. And, and it seemed like people were more inclined to give when it wasn't just going to me, which is fine with me. I, I'd rather people give more knowing that it's going to charity than just to me. And uh, it seemed to work out. And you know, things have gotten very, very good with my stream. And I believe I, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but we've donated over a thousand dollars already. Um, just in the last year, maybe or so that I've been giving the money away. The first like six months I streamed doesn't really count because I was streaming to nobody. So that's just kind of how that goes. But yeah, but that's how I got into it. And now it's sort of just a known thing. Like everybody knows on my channel, like that's where a good part of this money is going. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm sorry, I just ranted for that long, but you know, it's it's kind of a long, long story, I guess. No, it's fine. It's um, <clears throat> you know, for for me personally, 
I don't have a similar story. I donate to Children's Hospital of Orange County. It's a local hospital out here in, in Southern California. Um, and I didn't start doing it because something happened to my son, even though something did happen to a, a friend of mine's son. Um, I had always started doing it because much like St. June's Hospital, which is a much bigger hospital, uh, they take care of children uh, who are going through all sorts of, of pediatric issues, you know, uh, from really simple basic stuff all the way up to cancer and leukemias. And they're, this, you know, 100% of what I donate to them, which is 50% of, of my Twitch payout, uh, goes to research and for taking care of the parents. Uh, you know, for a lot of these kids, they're having a long-term hospital stays there. And it's a lot of money out of pocket for the parents to, to uh, essentially have to move to the hospital because their kid's going to be living there for a while. So a lot of the money that isn't being used for the research is used to help take help offset uh, the parents' uh, personal costs for this child's care. So it's always been a really great um, reason personally to take and want to be able to make, you know, similar donations. Yeah. And, and that, that's like a good point too. Um, you don't need to personally be touched by something to care about it. You know, like with, with the heart disease thing and the American Heart Association, it just made sense. You know, it just made sense for me. And, I, and I've had people come into my stream that have heart problems when they find out what's going on. And they're like, thank you so much, you know, and it means a lot. But that doesn't mean that because you've never had cancer or your kid has never been sick, that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, care about those things and want to give to that stuff. So it's, you know, I, I just I, I will urge anybody out there that wants to do something like we're doing um, to make sure you look into the charity that you're giving to. Because a lot of times these charities, it's not as much as going to them as you think, you know, so you just got to you got to be careful. So I, I know like you would have done your research. I've done my research, stuff like that. So but if anybody out there is planning on giving um, a portion or whatever uh, in any way to charity, just make sure you give into the correct ones, because there are ones out there that are doing it right. And there's some out there that are just actually benefiting like people on a board somewhere and barely any of your money is going to them. It's it's funny that you say that, Tin Man, because uh, my daughter was growing her hair out to donate her hair, and I was doing my research into like what foundations to donate hair to. And I've all growing up, it was always Locks of Love, but then doing my research, I found out. Did you know that Locks of Love actually charges the cancer patients for their wigs? I did not, and that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I didn't know I that. that. I, I, unfortunately, I did know that um, when I was donating, donating my hair to uh, to Locks for Love, and uh, I changed that. Um, the local hockey team, Anaheim Ducks, uh, they have a different program that isn't Locks for Love. And I, as you know, to Tin Man's point, uh, did my research, did did some checking and stuff, and turns out that all the hair that's donated is the wigs are given free. Uh, to the kids that, that need it. So I made that change after learning that. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember where uh, we donated her hair to, but it wasn't to Locks of Love after I did my research because that just, that absolutely baffled me. Like these are little kids that are losing their hair to a life-threatening like battle with cancer and you're going to profit off of them. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the charity profit thing, it really gets me, you know. Um, that's an, um, another one, not to like keep going into these types of things, but Goodwill is another one. You know, people love Goodwill. It's it's cool to go there and get some cheap clothes or whatever you want, you know. But they are, they basically take free donations and then they charge people for what's going on. And I mean, if you look at the people that run Goodwill, they are, they're fine. They're, they're very, very well off, you know. And uh, so I'm not, uh, I'm not really big on, not really big on people profiting off of charity, you know. Right. But also, like Tim Man said, if you do your research, there are amazing organizations out there that are actually mm -hmm. there to just, what am I trying to say? Uh, help. They're just there to be a charity. Mm -hmm. Just Yeah, their charities are genuine. The better. Um, uh, I have not personally donated any of my earnings from Twitch to any charities uh, for the main fact that I've only gotten ever two payouts. Um, I didn't stream for very long before I, I took my hiatus. So, but um, I was looking into donating to the Project 22 
organization, which is the Organization for Veterans Struggling with Suicide, which is something I am passionate about uh, because the statistic of 22 a day isn't even accurate anymore. It's a lot higher than that. Uh, Commonly, veterans are not getting the help and the care that they need. Um, A lot of people think, oh, veterans get free health care. We might get free health care, but it's not readily accessible to us. I have heard multiple horror stories about having people having to go to the VA and I know lots of veterans and yeah, so that is, um, that's something that anybody should be concerned about really, you know, so that's a good one, but I, I want to like something that you just said that you haven't given any of your stuff. I want to make it very clear to anybody out there that's listening. You, there's nothing wrong with not giving away portions of your, you know, your profit, your income, whatever it might be. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It doesn't make you any less of a streamer, any less of a person at all. Trust me. I I very much benefit from the payouts that I get personally. It's my only source of income right now because, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with social security and, you know, they want to fight me because of my age and, you know, whatever. So, um, so it is my only source of income. So it does help. And the fact that I chose to give some of it away, that doesn't mean that anybody that doesn't is doing anything wrong. You know, if if you are getting a payout every month and you're keeping it, you earn that. There's a reason people are giving you that money. They're not just giving it to you because like, oh, he's keeping it. Well, yeah, they gave it to you. Of course you're keeping it. So just if anybody out there is like, well, I'm not giving the charity. It's like, fine. That's okay. <laughs> don't worry about yeah, it. You know, exactly. you don't have to. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I agree. There, I mean, there's a lot of people out in the streaming world that this is their full time job. You know, you yourself included, Tin Man. Um, this is this is the, the the primary source of income. You don't have to take and donate to a charity if you don't want to. Um, the whole point of this is to, of this of of this episode is is to point out there are other things out there if you want to. But that's again if you want to. Um, does as it does not mean that you have to. It doesn't make you any less of a person or a streamer if you decide not to. Um, I'm in a position where I can, so I do, you know, and that's my choice for my stream. And one thing that we've made very clear with this podcast too, is we're all human and we're not here to judge anybody on what they choose to do with their stream and how they choose to stream. And, you know, we're not here to judge you. Uh, we're just here to one, give you our experiences, hopefully to entertain you for the time that you listen to our podcast. And maybe you guys can get something out of our podcast while you're listening. That That's the only purpose of our podcast. Because, you know, the, the streaming world, it, it can be filled with a lot of hate. It can be filled with a lot of judgment. And it can be filled with a lot of negative. But it also is filled with so much positive and so much <clears throat> um, just positive and upbringing and just amazingness if you just listen for it and just block out the negatives. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a great point. There is a lot of negativity on Twitch and in like the discord communities around, uh, you know, around that are based around Twitch. It, it gets crazy. Some of the drama that you see out there. Um, so I just want to tell some of the smaller streamers out there. I mean, we're all small streamers here. So am I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm anybody, you know, but um, for the ones that are especially just starting and you might see some of that negativity, you might see people come into your chats and just kind of being dicks or, people telling you that you're nobody or your stream sucks, like just move on, move on from it. And don't, don't worry about what other people are saying about your stream. Cause you're going to get it no matter what you get. You got to kind of have a little bit of a thick skin in this game. Cause you're going to see it. You're definitely going to see it. And when people are going to act like that, they're the ones that are going to fail. It, it's not going to be you. So just make sure that, you know, you just, you just brush it off. You keep going. You, you do what you're doing for the reasons that you're doing it. You know, whether you're doing it, to make money, whether you're doing it to have fun, whether you're doing it for charity, it doesn't really matter. Your reasons are your own. So don't don't listen to anybody else of why you should or shouldn't be streaming, you know, especially some of the more I don't mean old people by any means like, fuck, I'm old, you know, but it's like uh, any like the old school people. They're like, oh, you're just going to sit there and play video games. Well, yeah, you're goddamn right. I am, you know, because this is what I like to do. I don't care if you don't like to do it. That's not, you know, just just seriously, you're going to run into so much negativity. Just try not to let it get to you, you know, no matter what your reasons are, just just keep doing it. Yeah. See, and I've met, I've met like the other 
into that or people are like oh you just chat isn't this a gaming platform yeah yeah, yeah. i mean and that, that's another thing with twitch too there's so much on there mm-hmm. there's so much on there i i have I, I know streamers personally and other people that do this too that that cook they cook on stream you know yeah. I mean? you don't have to do that there's people that do art <laughs> i know i know a phenomenal um artist that does it on twitch it's all she does you go there and you see all you see is like a picture of her canvas and she sits there and she paints the most incredible stuff. And I mean, like top of the line stuff, you know, and you can use it for whatever you want. You don't have to just sit there and play video games. I mean, I do <laughs> most of the time. I mean, I talk too, but, you know, that, that's what I want to use it for. That's what it's known for. But that's not what you have to use it for. Use it as any way you want. And like what Rissa said before, um, with like the veterans and stuff, I know a lot of veterans that stream a lot and a lot of them do it. Because like me, I was I started doing it to cope with something that was happening in my life. That's why they do it, too. You know, and a lot of them need this. They need this outlet, you know. So anybody that uh, has some sort of charity for that reason, too, it's big in my book. I, there's one in particular is a guy that's in my discord. His name's Mental Wolfgar. Um, he's a new streamer, but he has already set up his entire stream based around helping uh veterans with um mental issues ptsd suicide thoughts anything you know whatever it might be new veterans that are coming back and just trying to readjust themselves to the world that's why he started his stream and even though he's still very small and he's just getting it started i commend him for doing it for a a noble reason because he's not in it for selfish reasons at all he doesn't care if he makes money he's not even affiliated yet he can't make money and he's already set up with the charity that he is going to start giving to, you know what I mean? So it's like too many people get into this for the wrong reasons. They think, you know, I'm going to, Oh, I'm going to hit play and I'm going to be rich. You know, I'm, I'm going to be ninja or I'm going to be, you know, you know, Tim, the tap man or whoever. And, uh, it's not how it works. You know, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, I do. I do like the fact, like for all the negativity that, that people point at Twitch for, for the things that they're doing wrong, uh, there's actually quite a few things that they're doing right. Um, and one of those is the evolution of their, of their platform. Uh, they've, they basically opened themselves up to whatever your imagination is, as long as it's not, you know, like against TOS, you're free to, you're free to do it. Painting streams, podcast streams, gaming streams, you know, uh, game shows. I actually watched a game show one time. Um, there was even a guy that, uh, Someday he hopes to be a commentator for WWE. And so he pulls up uh, broadcasts, sometimes live, of wrestling shows, and he does the commentator, does the commentating for it. You know, whatever your imagination is, whatever you you feel that you want to do, Twitch seems to have a uh, a platform for it for you. And if they don't yet, they're going to. Uh, they've even made charities easier now. They've introduced a direct uh, a direct line to charities uh, within their within their system now. Uh, I'm still doing some more research on it, uh, but so far everything shows me that as long as the charity applies themselves and they vet it, how they vet it, I don't know yet. Uh, any donations that are made through the the link provided goes directly to them, so you don't have to. You basically you cut out that you know split that that bits and subs have with twits and all that money goes directly to the charity yeah i did i did see that when i opened up my uh, creator dashboard like hey new charity thing i didn't go too far into it you think i would have at this point because that's sort of what my channel is based around is charity but i haven't gone too far into it so connor actually if you have looked let me know what you find you know, I've let, got let some me, good me. stuff in there. My charity is not there. I've applied. I've, I've asked. I've gone to to chalk directly and asked them to apply. Uh, and I've and there is a a forum. There's a button within within Twitch that you can request a charity to be brought on board. Uh, I'm chalk is really small. It's, Cal, it's Southern California based only, so I don't know the likelihood for me to get in there, but. If I had thought of looking before we had recorded this episode, I could have looked to see if, if the American Heart Association was on there. I'm pretty sure I'm, it is. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, that that that's huge. You know, every yeah. state has its own chapter. It's nationwide. It's everywhere. So, yeah, I, I think that would probably actually be one of the main ones, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if it if it is, to be honest. 
So um, I wanted so, to ask. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. no, no. You first. You first. Uh, I wanted to ask you. I, I've been. I, I, I try to watch your streams as much as possible. I, you know, I enjoy your stuff, and I consider you a friend, and I love supporting you as, as best way as I can. Um, when I ask this question carefully, we can totally cut this out if you're not comfortable with it. Um, lately, I've seen in your streams that you kind of you your heart's been telling you something. Um, midstream and you've had to to kind of step you know like like i got in the stream early and stuff like that um is any uh, how you feel i mean how you how you doing how are you feeling okay so yeah and then you can ask me anything by the way there's nothing that i'm gonna feel uncomfortable with that's not not my style ask me anything you want but um so what you guys have seen recently uh i had to cancel a couple streams i had to end the stream midstream because my heart was acting up um, basically this is stuff I deal with all the time. It's just, I'm really good at hiding it. If it happens while I'm streaming most of the time, like, so the stuff that I go through, my, my heart disease is called dilated cardiomyopathy. That's actually what it's called. Um, more simply people just hear of it as called heart failure. So basically what, what's going on is, um, the upper left chamber of my heart is enlarged. And which means the walls are thin, which means my heart doesn't pump out as much blood as it should. A normal person pumps out anywhere from 50 to 70% every beat. Mine is currently around 32%. It's been lower than that. It's been into the 20s. That's called the EF, the ejection fraction. So basically, my heart is too weak and it doesn't pump out enough blood. Um, I get lots of palpitations, which everybody has probably felt them before, but you just kind of like, oh, what was that? You know, just a little flutter. They're called PVCs. Um, I get those all the time. Uh, I get dizzy. I get lightheaded. My blood pressure is erratic. Uh, my heart rhythm is erratic. I get something called SVT, supraventricular tachycardia, where my heart will just all of a sudden go from... My heart rate's low because of medication, so my mine sits around 50, which normal is like 60 to 100, but mine sits around 50, but all of a sudden it'll just jump up to 120, 130 without moving, you know, and it doesn't feel good. Um, I have an ICD placed which is uh, a, an internal defibrillator. You know, they cut me open and stuck a defibrillator in there. In March of 2020, that actually fired. On March 8th, I uh, went into VTAC, which is ventricular tachycardia. Um, you, you do not survive that. Uh, ventricular tachycardia has about a 1% survival chance. That's it. But because I had my um, defibrillator in, it fired. I survived. And here I am, thank God. And then, uh, yeah, so I mean, I deal with my heart disease every single day. The only thing is when I'm streaming, I try not to let you guys see it. So like if I get dizzy or if my heart starts fluttering, you usually don't know. But sometimes like recently, the last few days I've had to cancel streams and I've had to stop early. Um, it just gets to the point where I just, I can't hide it and I can't be like, Oh, I can't push through it. Cause I don't want anything to have. Like I need to lay down. I need to take my medication. I need to not, be babbling the whole time, you know, and just, I need to slow down. So, yeah. So it's not that anything has gotten worse. It's just, sometimes I cannot hide it from you guys. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. And some people look at me too. Um, I've had people give me looks. I had a handicap placard for a while. I changed doctors, so I have to get it again, but I have a handicap placard for my car, you know, and I would park my car cause I can't walk long distances. You know, sometimes I can't walk at all. And I would park my car in a handicap spot if I needed to. And I would always try to avoid doing that because I know there's somebody out there that might need it more. But um, if I if I had no choice, I can't walk 200 yards across a parking lot to go somewhere. Like, I, I just can't do it. And then people, I, I'd get out and people would look at me and you can tell they're looking at me like, you don't look sick. It's like, well, I'm, just because you're, they're not wheeling me out in a bed with filled with IVs doesn't mean I'm sick. You know, doesn't mean I'm not sick. I am. You can't tell, but trust me, I am. You know, I'm not lying about this stuff. And uh, yeah, so basically that was a very long winded way to answer your question. But uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm not doing any worse than I was before. So I know a lot of people I've been getting a lot of nice messages from people, too, because I had to end my stream in the middle of it the other day because I it just it wasn't good. And uh People have been very kind, you know, and sometimes you worry like, oh, or, you know, I have to take a week off, a month off, which has happened before because I was in the hospital. Like, are they going to be there? You know, you don't want to lose people, but I haven't lost anybody. I've actually gained. And people have been, you know, very supportive messaging me like, hey, man, I hope you're OK. And I'm always so apologetic. Like, I'm sorry I have to end my stream in the middle. I don't want to do this like hours early sometimes. And they're like, 
dude, don't worry about it. Go take care of yourself, you know? So everybody's into it, but, but yeah, so I am not doing any worse than I was before. It's just, um, just one of those weeks where it's just kind of really acting up and it's just harder for me to not let you guys know. <laughs> you know? Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's good to know. I, I know you try really hard to take and not let on that anything's going on, but I have seen a couple of, of times where you've, you're going and you're, you're playing marbles or, or whatever. And you're like, oof. And you're like, yeah, my heart just decided to let me know it's still there. Um, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And it's so like, okay, a lot of he's times not going to tell us unless that was pretty big. A lot of times when I mention it like that, it's because I made like an involuntary noise. You know, like I'll, I'll be doing it. I was like, oh, ugh, OK. And then I'll, I'll kind of have to acknowledge that. So then I'll tell you like, yeah, my heart just skipped or, you know, I just got really dizzy or something. Most of the time, I just try to not let you guys know at all that it's happening. You know, I don't want to break the flow of the stream or anything like that or have anybody worry. But yeah, but you're you're right, because when I, when I do say something, it's because like some weird noise came out of me that I didn't mean to make, you know. I feel that because uh, I, too, have heart problems. Which a lot of people don't know because I don't like airing that out. I but say, did, I, did I know that? I don't know if I did. I you tell never me that? knew that. I, I don't think I knew that. No, I don't think either one of you knew that. But now, now you guys do. I too have heart problems because I gave myself alcohol back in April of 2019, and my heart went into heart failure because of the alcohol poisoning. So now I am too living with heart failure. Um. <laughs> do you? Uh, do you know what your EF is? So you know some of the stuff I'm talking about, right? Do, do you get echocardiograms? Yes, I have to get them done every three months. Yeah, so do I. Um, yeah, uh, so mine is actually genetic. I have two mutated genes. The main one is called the Titan gene. Uh, I do have another one. There are two separate genes that are mutated. So basically, either one on its own could have caused my heart failure. But I had two, so it was like the chances of me not getting it were like astronomical, I guess. But it runs in my family. They found out because I used to drink a lot. I used to do drugs. I used to do it all. You know what I mean? I partied my ass off in my teenage years all the way up until my 30s. And uh, when I first got diagnosed, they're like, yeah, you might have done this to yourself, you know, just not you know, just putting shit in your body and whatever. So I was like, well, that's great. You know, I didn't know that. Turns out that had nothing to do with it. Every other organ, everything in my body is perfectly fine. And then when they did the genetic testing, they found out, yeah, it's genetic on your mother's side. So now all my family over there is getting uh, tested. And I, when I say over there, I mean Ireland. <laughs> my mom's from Ireland. But uh, everybody is getting tested and all that stuff. And some of them have the mutated gene. Most of them have gotten away without the, the heart disease itself. But so what I meant by I have heart failure, my heart failure is caused by my heart disease. I have dilated cardiomyopathy. That's the genetic part that caused my heart failure. So when Rissa says that she has heart failure, hers was caused by the alcohol poisoning, which is very, you know, common that happens. You can get it from alcohol. You can get it from a virus. You can get sick and the virus can get into your heart and it can cause heart failure. So there's a lot of different things that cause the heart failure, which is the complication basically of what I have. So I'm actually sorry to hear that you're going through that because I know, uh, I know a bit about that, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping the, the one of the better things with your heart failure, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying there's anything good about it, but, um, you have a higher chance of recovery because you don't have the underlying disease. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Right. So like, and I um, do have a chance of recovery, um, actually. So, uh, but through all this, uh, we have discovered that I do have bad genetics as well. Um, I have a genetic heart murmur that I didn't know was there before the, the heart failure. Yeah, I'm sure the testing because of the heart failure found that, right? Yep, it did. But so now my heart is getting better. It is getting a lot better. Um, we're that was in 2019. So yeah, we're three years into this. Um, but there are times like Tin Man was saying where my heart just it races for no reason. And I too will I'll just make an audible noise and like my wife will look at me funny and I'm like, oh, just my heart. It's fine. Yeah, it's it comes out of nowhere too. You never know. You never know when it's going to happen, when it's going to trigger, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so I get what Tin Man is saying cuz like even my wife, she gives me weird looks sometimes and I'm like, I'm good. My heart's just racing. It'll it'll calm down here in a second. Or Yeah, and I, and, and I and I know what you're doing too. You're reassuring somebody around you because I'm sure you don't you might not feel that. 
Because sometimes oh, no. when I'm going through a tough episode or an incident, you know, and people can see that there's something wrong. And I'm just like, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. But in my head, I'm like, don't fucking die. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> please don't die right now. Please don't. Yeah. Um, there was this time in Walmart, actually. I was walking through Walmart and I actually, like, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but my heart did its thing. And I actually, like, lost my footing and hit the floor. And so, like, I, I stood back up. My wife was like, are you okay? Like, she's panicking. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm sitting there like, what in the world just happened? Like, am I fine? Should I go see a doctor? And yeah, uh, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You know, even the littlest thing, sometimes you don't know how bad it's going to get. And then sometimes you have a big thing and you're like, is this the one? Like, is this the big one now? You know? So, yeah, trust me. I know exactly what you mean. You know, especially when you fall or something. I've I've fallen before. It's not fun. Yeah. And then with the heart murmur. I didn't even know heart murmurs existed. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. And now my doctor's telling me, oh, yeah, your heart just kind of skips every so often beats. And I'm like, what? What does that mean? Do you feel it? Do you yeah. feel the skipping? Okay, yeah, because so do I. Mine are called PVCs. They're premature ventricular contractions. And um, what that means is one chamber of your heart beats off rhythm from another chamber of your heart. And I guess everybody has them. My doctor tells me that everybody gets them. If they hook anybody up to an EKG machine or anything, every person on the planet is going to show signs of them every once in a while. It's just most people don't feel it and they have no idea that it's even happening. They're, they're normal. But um, for me, because my heart is weak and whatever the reason, I feel every one of them and I feel them all day, sometimes every day. And it is not it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. Even though they tell me that those are pretty benign, I guess um, it yeah. could cause a, a worse rhythm that could stop my heart, but that's what the defibrillators for. But they say they're like, you know, when you're having episodes, when they're having every other beat for hours and hours and hours, it, you know, I might, it might not kill me, but damn, does it feel like I might be dying, you know, and it's, uh, you can't concentrate. You feel sick. You feel dizzy because it messes with your, your blood pressure and, yeah, it's 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 not good, you know. So I'm actually I'm really sorry to hear that you have to go through that. You know, I I don't want anybody to have to know what I'm going through by going through it. You know, I I'll explain it to you. Just don't don't have to do it yourself. You know. Yeah, it, it's funny to me because like I guess like I was born with it, the the heart murmur, and to me I just thought everybody's heart beat that way because it was normal to me. I could always feel my heart beating. Yeah, that's another thing. Being aware of your own heartbeat, most people don't understand what that's like. Like some like if you're if you run or you know, you you're you do something to exacerbate yourself and you you know, you get uh you know, your heart races because you were doing something physical. That's different. Um but to I just, can feel mine right now. So can I. But to to just <laughs> basically feel your heartbeat all the time. It's like you don't you're not aware when you're blinking. You're not aware when you're breathing. You know what I mean? Imagine you were 100% aware of every single breath that you took all the time and you could feel it every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how it is with my heart. Sometimes you kind of just kind of trail off and you forget about it. But if I stop for just one second, I, I feel it in my neck, in my back, in my chest. I feel my heartbeat everywhere. I, I'm 100% aware of every single one of my heartbeats. And since they're fucked up, it's it's not fun, you know? Yeah. And like, so so it was so weird to me when my doctor was like, you've always been able to feel your heartbeat. And I was like, yeah, can't you? And she was like, no. Yeah. People will see. I, I, I wasn't born like that. Mine happened more recently because of my heart failure and my disease, you know? So I remember what it was like to not think. And then I think back on some things, you know, and I watch people do certain things that I can't do anymore. And I was like, fuck man. Like I used to be able to do that and just not think about it, you know, not think about it at all. And now it's like all I think about. Right. Yeah, that's that's this fair. Is, I gotta I gotta say this is kind of weird for me being the one of the three of us that doesn't have a heart condition. I'm learning a lot right now, um, and yeah. I appreciate it. But it also takes and shows me just how unaware of things I am when it comes when it comes to this stuff. Uh, you know, you said like you guys feel your heartbeats you know, every day, you know, all the time. I only feel it when it gets over to 150 BPM. 
you know, that's the only, you know, but again, I'm the one, I'm the only one of the, of the three of us here that, that doesn't have a heart murmur, doesn't have a, a heart condition thing going on. So, um, I guess what I'm just trying to say is thank you for teaching me a bit more about what's, what's going on here. Yeah. It's, um, it's weird. You just don't think about it, you know, and there's stuff out there that I'm not aware of that people are going through. And if I knew I would be like, damn, you know, but you just, you don't think about it. That's just not a part of everyday life for most people, you know? So, so when people are like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. It's like, don't be sorry. And just be grateful that you don't have to go through it. You know, it's uh, it's just one of those things, but you know, like I said, the yeah. reason I got into streaming in the first place was to kind of cope with it because I was very depressed about everything, you know, and it took a long time, but I, I have since, I want everybody to be very clear that I have since come to terms with, uh, with my disease and my mortality and mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, I might not make it nearly as long as I would have, if I didn't have this, you know, I've, uh, I've accepted all this stuff. And then I decided to, um, finally start taking care of myself. The first couple of years, I didn't take care of myself at all. I, I was supposed to lose weight and I gained a bunch. Um, I was supposed to stop drinking and smoking. Uh, I quit smoking, but I started drinking again. Cause I just, I didn't fucking care. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things like, well, I'm going to fucking die. Might as well just let myself die, you know? And then, uh, streaming kind of pulled me out of that. And, now, now that my channel has kind of gotten to a point where it is literally my whole life is based around it. Like I streaming is my, not only my full-time job, I guess, but it is all I think about. It is all I do when I'm not on my stream itself. When I'm not live, I'm on my discord. I'm on other people's streams. I'm on my social medias promoting myself. I'm on my computer making clips and, but it's the only thing I think about and it's all I want to do, you know? And yeah. the fact that the, that is what is helping me cope with my life and my disease and all that stuff. I'm like, you know, and, and it's not like a lot of people hate their jobs and stuff, you know, and this isn't necessarily a job, I guess. Cause I, you know, I'm not getting paid. Like it's a job. I get paid a little bit, but not, you know what I mean? But, um, I love this. I, I don't hate it in any way. And if, if I do it all day, every day for the rest of whatever life I have left, I'll be fucking happy, you know, and uh, kind of yeah, brings so. truth to the to the adage, uh, you know, do something you love and you're never working a day in your life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I literally just said that to people the other day on my stream, you know, and uh, yeah, I truly love it. And and like I said, I, I didn't take care of myself for such a long time. And then when I started streaming and this kind of became my life and I just started feeling better and, uh, about everything. Um, I finally took everything seriously. I've in the last year, I've lost 77 pounds now. Um, I, my, I'm not feeling as good as I wish I was, but you know, uh, there's a lot less strain on my heart losing all of that weight. You know, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I quit doing everything completely, you know, so I'm, I'm helping my body to deal with it. Cause I, I could just be, I can be making it much worse. You know, I, I'm never going to be healthy again. There's no cure for what I have, but drinking and smoking and eating like shit and not taking care of myself at all isn't going to help the situation at all, you know? And now that I feel like I have something to kind of live for, I guess, like I don't want to diminish anything else like my family and, you know, my friends and stuff because I always had stuff to live for. But now I have like a motivation. I have a drive, something to get up for in the morning because I didn't have any reason to get up. I, I, I wasn't doing anything. I had nothing to do, nowhere to go. You know, now it's all I think about is, you know, what am I going to do on my stream today? What am I going to do on it tomorrow and the next day and blah, 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 you know? So, yeah. So streaming, whether it be on Twitch or anywhere, has uh, I, I consider it as saving my life, like literally. Now, I'm curious, you, you, you dropped the weight. That was obviously, as you said, by dropping the alcohol, dropping the smoking, two of my coping mechanisms for a long time. <laughs> I actually think smoking helped me lose weight. Uh, but I always felt like trash after a while. Uh, but eating, I mean, diet as well, those are really the only things you're able to change, right? Because you can't exercise because of the increased stress on your heart. Am I, yeah. am I wrong in that? Or No, no, you're 100% right. I, I lost all of this weight over 70 pounds, 75 pounds, only dieting. That was it. Uh, that was the only thing and basically quitting drinking. Um, so yeah, it's, I can't, exercise you know i could 
I couldn't walk halfway down my block without feeling tired or my palpitations kicking up. Or sometimes on my bad days, I can't even get out of bed. Like I can't go to the bathroom. And when I finally can't hold it anymore, I have to hold on to every dresser, every wall, every door that I come past just to make sure that I don't fall over. You know, like it, it gets that bad. And, uh, so yeah, so exercise is kind of out of the question for me. It's also dangerous when I'm by myself. So like I have an exercise bike I used to do, but then after my defibrillator fired, things kind of changed, things got worse. So, um, I'm scared to, you know, yeah. like I, I, I'm afraid to exercise, even if I could a little bit, like I, I wouldn't want to get on my exercise bike at a slow pace for five minutes. Cause if I drop dead, I'm, I'm by myself most of the time. I, I mean, there's nobody around, there's nobody here. You know, it's just me and my dogs. What are they, they're not going to call the police or the ambulance, you know? Right. My, my heart literally just skipped just now. I don't know if you see me. You got, they can see me right now. I'm like rubbing my chest. Yeah, my heart <laughs> just skipped really bad. Um, but I yeah, did happen to notice, just, I did uh, happen to notice that uh, your 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 friends aren't, um, you talk about being alone and stuff. And I remember like in your earlier streams, there'd be someone sitting on the couch back there. Um, yeah, the guy the, on the couch. Yeah, yeah the, the guy on the couch. In the, so, in the video that nobody can see right now. Um, <laughs> you know, playing, uh, playing Xbox or whatever. And I haven't seen them lately. Yeah. So guy on the couch, he's, uh, he's sort of a staple of my, um, my stream. He was just the guy on the couch. that was always in the background. You know, everybody knew him and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he's my roommate. He still lives here, but, uh, it's summertime. He drives Harley's and, uh, he has a girlfriend, so he's just not really around, you know, and, and it's not like, Hey man, you know, you're 38 years old. You better stay home with me all day just in case something hit. No, fuck that. Go out, live your goddamn life. You know, yeah, I don't expect he's anything not your out nurse of anybody. Man, right? Yeah, no, I don't expect anything out of anybody. And my mom does live upstairs for me. This is an apartment. And uh, my mom does live upstairs. She owns the building. Um, but she works a lot. She's not home most of the time. And she works in a hospital. She does ultrasound. Um, and she works overnights at the hospital. So, I mean, there's just a lot of time where I'm here by myself, especially overnight. You know, and it's like when I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm having a really bad episode. I'm like, they'll find me in the morning. <laughs> like That's pretty much it. You know, like there's nothing I could do now. You know, so right. I used to call the ambulance a lot, but I kind of. I kind of stopped. I'll know, like, if I have to, like, don't don't think I'll just sit there and die if I know it's time to call. But especially in the early earlier times, I used to call a lot because I just wasn't sure. You know, you're not used to it and you're not sure how bad something is happening to you, you know? So I would call him like, I'm fucking dying. Get over here, you know? And then it would just be like a bad bout of palpitations or something, you know, something that I know now isn't going to kill me, but at first it was bad. But right. I mean, when my defibrillator went off in March, um, I was actually in the shower. Speaking of falling, Rissa, um, I was in the shower and I got really dizzy. And I like, the first thing I thought was I got to get out of the shower. Like I can't fall in here, <laughs> you know, like this is this I, a million places for me to crack my head open in this shower. Um, before I could turn the shower off, I passed out and I fell out of the shower. I fell into the bathroom, onto the bathroom floor. And that's where I woke up. It was only a couple seconds, but I woke up on the bathroom floor and I was like, oh shit, like something is seriously happening here. So I was able to throw my underwear on. And, um, there's another guy that hangs out on the couch back there through most of my streams. Uh, that's my buddy, big tall guy. You'll see him sometimes. He's just my friend. He's just always here. Um, he was here. So I'm like, I'm going to go out to the front room and let him know something's going on. So I went out there. I was like, Hey man, something is wrong. And right in the middle of that sentence, my defibrillator fired, it went off and it dropped me to my knees. And it was the most intense thing I've ever felt in my life. You know, and when people ask me what it feels like the best I can come up with is it felt like a horse with electric hooves trying to kick its way out of my chest. Cause it all came from like the inside, you know, it was, it was, it's brutal, man. I'm, I'm six, two, you know, at the time, 280 pounds, I'm a big guy. And that dropped me to my knees. And I guess I yelled out because, uh, my mom came from upstairs and, uh, yeah, see my heart's being weird right now. Um, my mom came from upstairs. She's like, I heard you scream. I don't remember screaming, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's brutal. And, but somebody was there when it happened, you know, he called 911 right away. There's just too many times where I'm alone, where if something happens, that's it. You know, um, the defibrillator did save me and it will again if it needs to. But, uh, yeah. So basically just circling back around exercise is not, not, advisable, not advisable for me, you know? And that happened twice. You said the defibrillator kicked in twice during that episode. In no, the it only, it only went off once in the shower. I passed out because I think the VTAC had started and uh, a lot of people like what happens to them, they'll pass out and then 
they die. So they don't, uh, they never really know what happened. You know, it kills you fast. This stuff, it's called sudden cardiac death. That's what it's called. And, uh, no, I just passed out in the shower. I think it was kind of just starting to kick in what was happening. And then I was able to get up and then walk out. And then when that thing fired, I was seconds, literally seconds from dropping dead. If I didn't have the defibrillator and that was it, I would have dropped dead right there while I was in the middle of the sentence talking to my buddy. So, yeah, no, it only actually fired once, but yeah, it was like a whole few minute episode. Yeah, that's that's intense. Um, That's terrifying. When my heart was failing, I remember I was laying in the hospital bed. So much was happening. Like I said, it was alcohol poisoning. So, you know, puking, ice cold. Come to find out being ice cold is not a side effect of alcohol poisoning, but a side effect of heart failure. Didn't know that. Um, Shock too sometimes, depending upon the situation. Well, that's essentially what it was, is uh, my my heart was only beating 30 beats per minute. Yeah, that's not good. My my, and, I, I wear a, a Fitbit watch, and if it drops below uh, forty, if it goes into thirty, my watch starts going off. Like, hey, <laughs> you got to do something here. Yeah. So uh, I remember the doctor, because my mom was going off about rehab, and uh, my doctor looked at my mom and goes, "Can I can I save her life first? Like, your daughter's dying." And my mom was like, "What?" And he goes. Your daughter is dying on on this bed, so can I save her and then I'll get you a pamphlet for rehab? Yeah, first things like, first. Yeah, like my mom didn't. My mom didn't realize, and neither did I realize how. Like I made Megan go to work. I made my wife go to work and had my my friend take me to the hospital because I was just like, I'm just hungover, I'm good. And then I got there, and the doctor looked at my mom and was like, "Your daughter's dying." And I was like, oh, I just sent my wife to work. I messed up. Yeah, I mean, at least you went, you know, it, it, seriously, at least you went. Um, oh, yeah. Had I stayed home, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, we grew up together five houses away from each other. I knew him since before I can even remember, you know, since we were in diapers. Uh, he passed away two years ago uh, from the exact same thing that I have. He had dilated cardiomyopathy. He just never knew he had it. You know, he was in much better shape than me. A lot of people um, that have what I have, they they never know they have it because they're just in a good enough shape to where their heart is starting to fail, but they don't show the symptoms. You know, that's why a lot of athletes die of this. Like a, the, you hear of like a 25-year-old baseball player drop dead on the field and it turns out he had an enlarged heart. Yeah, he had heart failure. He just didn't know because he's a fucking athlete and his body is in such good condition that it just didn't react if he didn't have symptoms you know so um if i could tell one thing to everybody out there is go get checked go get your heart checked go get everything checked but go get your heart checked you cannot live without your heart that's it like that is the main thing that's pumping all that blood through you go get it checked because you never know my friend my my best friend was 39 years old and he died in his sleep just like that you know and he never knew he was sick so even if you feel fine go get tested go just go tell them go to the tell the doctor be like hey man just i, I want to get my heart function tested they'll do it you know i've had people tell me like well i feel fine they're gonna laugh at me that's not what they do they're not there to laugh at you they're there to, <laughs> to test you you know so yeah so i urge everybody out there go get tested even if you feel fine and then when it comes back that you're fine good now you know you know and if yeah. even one person goes and gets tested and comes back and is like holy shit i was sick this whole time and then they're going to get the care they need you know, it, it's, it's worth it. So go yeah. to the doctor. Exactly. Go to the doctor. And just to back that up, uh, as, as Tim had pointed out with like athletes and stuff, team physicals, when you go to your doctor to get a physical checking your heart is not part of the process. It's weird. So That's yeah, really it weird. is very weird. I, I think it should be, to be honest. And so a lot of these athletes that are really, you know, the college athletes, especially in peak physical condition, not knowing that they have an underlying heart condition and all of a sudden we get in the news that, you know, 25 year old so-and-so collapsed on the court and died from, from an underlying heart condition that he had no idea that he had. Um, so yeah, just to reiterate what Tim man said, just, if you're going to get a checkout, if you're going to get a physical, get your heart checked, you know, don't let the doctor sit there and tell you, Oh no, I don't think you need it. 
patient bill of rights says if you need if you want it you can have it you just have to you know you have to ask for it and you have to reinforce the fact that that's what you want to have done um and and to add on to that uh it wouldn't hurt to go see a geneticist either because like tin man said he has a mutated gene which yeah and then when my family got tested a few of them tested for the gene they tested and, positive. Some didn't. Some like my sister, she tested positive, but she's already in her mid 40s almost. Usually this will manifest around early to mid 30s. Um, and then people that don't know they have it usually die. Some some die like in their early 20s and stuff. But um, usually it, it, it finally comes out in your 30s and then you die by the time you're, you know, late 30s, early 40s. So so the fact that she has a mutated gene but doesn't have the disease means she probably got away with it. Um, there's some of my family on that side that just didn't test for the mutation at all. So they're in the clear, I guess, for that, at least, um, there's some that did, but are kind of still too young to know, but at least now they know, they know, Hey, I have, I am at risk for this. So now they'll know every couple of years or whatever it is to get tested, especially when they get into their thirties to really keep an eye on it, you know? So it's, it's, it's better to know. You know, I know a lot of people that don't go to the doctor, like, I don't want to know. They're like, well, then you're going to die, you know, so, <laughs> well, not you're going <laughs> to die, but you could die, you know? Well, yeah. And, and like Tin Man said, like, I, I don't know about everybody's family, but my family was very much the, we don't go to the doctor. We don't want to know. I know a lot of people like that. Like, no, I don't trust doctors. Mm-hmm. I don't trust doctors. Yeah. Sorry, man. And, if I didn't go, I'd be dead right now. So, and that kind of screwed me over being, being the child of that family. Uh, because my parents should not have mixed their genes. Just throwing that out there. Huh. Neither one of them have very good genes. Um, so I mean, here I, I am. I have heart problems, genetic heart murmur. I have severe asthma. I have um, mental health issues caused by childhood trauma and um, genetics. Because you know my dad's bipolar, that's genetic. Um, I have I don't remember what they call it, but I have a lazy eye that's genetic. Um there's so much that's genetic. Oh, and I'm prone to diabetes and hyperglycemia. Yeah, you'll have to keep an eye on that though your whole life, because that can come yeah. out of nowhere. I know people I am... that were well into their thirties and forties that just all of a sudden became diabetic. So. I'm hyperglycemic already. So, yeah, I'm already on top of all that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't it doesn't ever hurt to go to a geneticist just because mm-hmm. like had I not went to my geneticist, I probably would have never even realized all of this until it was too late. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bizarre thing for me. So I'm, I'm going to have to do something like that. I'm I'm approaching 50 and. I've never met my father. So whatever medical conditions exist on his side of the family, I have no idea what they are. My mom doesn't know what they are. Uh, or if she does, or if she does, she won't tell me. Um, and my mom's been pretty healthy, you know, other than, than breast cancer, you know, a long time ago that, that she's dealt with and she's been clear for years and years as a result. I have no idea what's going on in my body right now. Um, so yeah, definitely get the testing if you can, if, if you can. I also love how we started on charities and now we're giving health advice. Right. Yeah. Like we're doctors. <laughs> hey, I've seen enough doctors and I can only tell you what I know. You know, people, people that are much smarter than me have told me things that I would have never known about. So if I could pass some of that on to you. I'm happy. Uh, and, and it's actually, you know, it's, it was nice to talk to Rissa about this. I had no idea you were going through that. And that's very similar to what I'm dealing with right now, you know, just caused yeah. by something different. Caused by mm-hmm. my own stupidity. Well, if you want to circle back around to the whole Twitch thing, all these health issues and everything that we're dealing with, it, my number one way of dealing with it is streaming on Twitch. So, you know, it's, it all still ties yeah. back in, you know, and given the charity, it's, uh, it mean it means a lot to me because there's people out there that, even though I'm not in the greatest shape, there's people out there that are in much much worse shape. You know, like I'm gonna need a heart transplant eventually. Like that's the end game for what I have. But they got me stable enough on medication right now to where 
um, you know, I'm just, I'm not on the list yet. Cause right. coming, you know, a heart's not just, they don't just have them laying around, you know, it's not like, Oh, oh let's yeah. just give them one. You know, somebody has to pass away and matches have to be made there. There's a lot, a lot of people die waiting for their hearts, you know, or organs yeah. or whatever. So there's people right now that are in hospitals on their deathbed, really waiting for stuff that I can wait on. And, uh, Places like the American Heart Association are the ones that are doing the research to hopefully make it so those people don't have to wait. And maybe in my lifetime, I mean, advancements are happening really fast at this point in our lives. Uh, maybe within my lifetime, they'll come up with a drug that will just be like, here, take this pill. You're done. Everything's fine now. You know, and that's the type of research that the American Heart Association is doing. And that's why I give to them, you know, cause I understand what it's like for people with my condition to live with this stuff, you know? So that reminds me, uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but, uh, dusty gamer just announced, uh, yesterday, he came on my stream yesterday and was like, Hey, I just got, I got picked up on the heart transplant list. So he's now on the list to get a heart transplant himself. He's been having a lot of, a lot of health issues that actually stem from his dental work. If I remember correctly. Um, and so wow, now yeah. his heart's in bad, sh his heart's in bad shape. And so he's, um, he's made the list now to, uh, to get a transplant. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, there's so many things that can cause heart failure, you know, from underlying disease, like I have from alcohol, like Rissa has from just, you know, he might, he might've gotten dent. I don't know the story, but I'm from what it kind of sounds like he probably had some dental work done or something done on his teeth and an infection happened and the infection spread to his heart and now he has heart failure and now he needs a heart transplant you know what i mean i'm not saying 100 that's what it is but stuff like that happens you know yeah. so there's so many different things that can mess your heart up you know it's it's kind of scary to think about but to to reassure a lot of people out there it's more rare for things like that to happen just because we're talking about it doesn't mean that it happens to everyone you know if it did every person i've ever met would have heart disease right now you know? <laughs> right we're sharing a lot of commonalities right now but it's not that common that right actually speaking of people uh my grandma got approved for her heart surgery oh sweet that's fantastic yeah. she actually leaves oh she left today to go down to dim or no i guess she's going i don't know somewhere in colorado but yeah, so she gets to go have the fluid around her heart removed, caused by cancer. Oof. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Keep us updated. Let me know, yeah, me know what sure. happens. I will. I will. It's uh, She had to go through chemo to get the cancer to go smaller or something like that to get approved for the this surgery. So it's been a, it's been a long time waiting, but I, I'm super happy for her and hopefully it's good news. Yeah, definitely fingers crossed for her. All right, so that's going to take and wrap it up for us today. Tin Man, thank you so much for joining us and and sharing your your stream and your experiences take with us. If you could uh, give us one last plug for your stream, your schedule, and and what have you. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Seriously, uh, this was a lot of fun. I used to host podcasts myself. I haven't done it in a long time, so this was actually really, really nice for me. So I appreciate that first. Um, but yeah, I'm the Tin Man. It's TH3 Tin Man. The, it's the only way they would let me spell it. Um, I stream six days a week, Wednesday nights and Saturday and Sunday mornings. I do marbles on stream. Thursday nights are uh, our war zone. Only one war zone stream a week. And uh, yeah, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday mornings, I do whatever game series I'm on at the time. So we switch that one up every couple of weeks until we finish a game and that's it. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm on most of the time. So come on by, hang out. And now it's time for our small streamer spotlight. My small streamer spotlight tonight is going to go over to Lady Vinny. She is super sweet and super fun. She is a variety streamer. She does do a lot of Fortnite and like Pokemon and like chill games but she also does dead by daylight which is what i enjoy watching so go ahead and give her a, sh a what go check her out all right my streamer spotlight selection is going to chase crafts she is a variety streamer she does play things like minecraft and and games like that but her main thing is she 
breaks out her sewing machine and she makes clothes and she does it on stream, shows people what she's doing, shows her techniques and such. Um, wonderful person and a very unique type of stream. So definitely go check her out. Yeah, for my uh, small streamer spotlight, I'm going to go ahead and recommend SS Kraken Games. He is a variety streamer, um, probably one of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life. I've known him for quite a while on the platform now. Uh, he, he's just a joy to watch. He's so enthusiastic. He's so happy about everything all the time. Uh, he plays a lot of Rocket League. He does uh, just pretty much anything that comes up. He does a lot of just chattings and talking to whoever, but you will. it is impossible not to smile watching him. And you'll see what I mean. So go check it out. It's SS Kraken Games. Uh, you will not regret it. And you will probably be a return viewer of his just to help cheer you up whenever he goes live. So he's definitely uh, my top recommendation. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. And we'll see you in the next episode.